0: Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 305. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. For the podcast, The King is Coming Soon. Via the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues on the series, The Moves of God. Today's special guest speaker is Brother Shahid Suleiman of Georgetown, Guyana, South America. Brother Shahid is a young aviation professional and a Christian. He has traveled to many countries in the past and has a passion for continued learning. He loves the Lord and leads his family in the way of the Lord. He is married to his beautiful wife Sharon and they have four children, one son and three girls. Brother Shahid is actively engaged in the work of the Lord in his local church community. He is willing to rise to the occasion when opportunities to serve are presented. He has participated in a number of episodes in the podcast. His last presentation was on episode number 269 on May 27th, 2022. The title was, John Gives Us a Number of Reasons for Writing to the Old and Young, in Chapter 2 of 1st John. How applicable are his instructions to the young and old today? Please stay tuned. Today, Brother Shahid will share with us on Queen Esther, God's Secret Weapon. She was there in position for this time of crisis. What moves did God make to save the Jews? Today's scripture text is taken from Psalms chapter eleven, verses one to seven. I trust in the Lord for protection. So why do you say to me, "Fly like a bird to the mountains for safety"? The wicked are stringing their bows and fitting their arrows on the bowstrings. They shoot from the shadows at those whose hearts are right. The foundations of law and order have collapsed. What can the righteous do? But the Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord still rules from heaven. He watches everyone closely, examining every person on earth. The Lord examines both the righteous and the wicked. He hates those who love violence. He will rain down blazing coals and burning sulfur on the wicked, punishing them with scorching winds. For the righteous Lord loves justice the virtuous will see his face. This text was taken from the New Living Translation. We will definitely see here that this psalm of King David once again starts off praising God, saying in verse 1, In the Lord he puts his trust. Then his tone shifts, with the question of could this God in whom he trusts now tell him to flee from the wicked for safety? This is the wisdom of God at work. David, who was a mighty man of war from his youth, always consulted with the Lord for guidance, for war strategies, and God always guided him. Don't forget, the Lord destroyed Goliath the Philistine giant, at the hand of david when he was a lad david was not one to run from trouble yet in this particular season he is told to flee as a bird to the mountains for refuge david acknowledges god's authority over his life and was nimble enough to respond to his direction even when he questioned same He obeys God. Consequently, we see David praising God the Almighty, pointing out that the Lord is in his holy temple in heaven, and that the Lord is righteous and he loves righteousness. Additionally, David proclaims that God will judge the wicked. He issues a warning to the people who live in wickedness telling them that their end will be terrible and that their reward will be hell, the place God has set aside where there will be fire and brimstone. Lastly, David in his song gives hope to the righteous man or woman. He says, they who love the Lord and righteousness, they will see his face. What a great reward. Today we will listen to this very beautiful song. I speak the name of Jesus by Charity Gale, taken off of YouTube. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on Queen Esther, God's secret weapon. She was there in position for this time of crisis. What moves did God make to save the Jews? Please stay tuned as we continue in the series, The Moves of God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches, that is has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the West Rumveld Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Reverend Dr. Marvel Williams. The West Ramville Church meets in person on Sunday mornings for fellowship at 10.30 a.m. And on Sunday evenings, the church hosts a very dynamic service called Power Hour, where viewers can log on via Zoom or Facebook, starting at 7 p.m. A similar approach is undertaken on Wednesday evenings, though... There is a temporary halt at this time. There is no Zoom service on Wednesdays, but they meet at church at 7pm. The West Ranville Church continues to serve their community in various ways. Two examples are they have a children's home for orphans and a daycare centre for younger children. Please make plans to attend this week, either in person or online. The pastor and the brothers and sisters will warmly welcome you and your family. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 305. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, on Friday, October 7th, the White House issued a press release from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA. Noting that FEMA expands footprint in Florida communities and provides more funding for survivors for survivors of Hurricane Ian. FEMA submitted that more than nine hundred million dollars in Federal Disaster Assistance has gone to Hurricane Ian survivors since the Federal Disaster Declaration. Assistance helps them with temporary housing, essential home repairs and other uninsured and underinsured disaster-related losses, so they can jump their recovery. FEMA indicated that they are helping Floridians in multiple ways, and some are listed. FEMA will pay hotel and motel costs for eligible survivors from counties hardest hit by Hurricane Ian. FEMA approved Florida's request for transitional sheltering assistance for survivors in Charlotte and many other counties. Hundreds of disaster survivor assistance specialists are going door-to-door in Florida to help survivors apply for assistance. Teams are in various counties. We'll take our second break. This segment comes to you with the compliments of the Heritage Church at Round Lake Beach in Illinois. The pastor is Pastor Justin naib, The Heritage Church meets on Sundays at 9 a.m. You can find the Heritage Church at 2007 Civic Centre Way, round Lake Beach at the zip code 60073. To contact the Heritage Church, you can call 855-438-7440. Or visit their website info at heritagechurch.cc. Residents in the Chicago and other areas are invited to make plans to attend this week. Pastor Justin and the team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, the King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights. Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported that on Thursday, October 6th, a memorial ceremony was held for IDF soldiers who fell in the Yom Kippur War. The Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported that Prime Minister Yair Lapid, at the memorial ceremony on Thursday at Mount Herzl in Jerusalem addressed the IDF soldiers saying that Israel must be prepared for any external threat and that they must prepare together He submitted that if they allow themselves to be divided in times of relative quiet, they will not know how to stand together in times of war. The Prime Minister also argued that Israel's enemies need to know that Israeli society was stronger than any disagreement, that Israel's power was the power of unity, and that In life or in death, nobody will succeed in dividing them. Moreover, Prime Minister Lepid spoke of the soul-searching that every Jew does on Yom Kippur. Their leaders must do even more, he stressed, and that Israel must make sure that their eyes are open for any danger that they are not beholden to concepts that endanger them, that they neither ignore opportunities for peace nor ignore warnings of war. Lastly, the Prime Minister contended that if they know how to die for one another, they should also know how to live for one another. If they know how to fight the enemy together, They should also know how to fight together for the common good. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today we feature the book, Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East, Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? Written by just truly Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website TheKingIsComingSoon.com Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East can be simply explained in a love story. Please order your copy today to get the rest of the story. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week we are focusing on the moves of God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. On Friday, October 7th, the White House issued a press release from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, noting that FEMA expands footprint in Florida communities and provides more funding for survivors of Hurricane Ian. Internationally, Prime Minister Lapid argued on Thursday, October 6th, that if Israelis know how to die for one another, they should also know how to live for one another. Welcome to our devotional. All week we've been looking at the series, The Moves of God. On Monday we focused on Mordecai, the unofficial gatekeeper, saves the life of the Persian king. What did he do? On Wednesday it was, Haman's plot to kill the Jews? Intrigue from below versus intervention from above. Likewise on Friday, our special guest speaker will share with us on Queen Esther, God's secret weapon. She was there in position for this time of crisis. What moves did God make to save the Jews? Let's begin, our devotional, with this scripture text. So they told Mordecai Esther's words, and Mordecai told them to answer Esther, Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews, for if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Go, gather all the Jews who are present in Sushan, and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise, and so I will go to the king, which is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. This text was taken from the book of Esther, chapter 4, verses 12 to 14 and verse 16. Brother Shahid opens up his presentation with a very thoughtful question, asking, What do you do in tough times? He then takes us to Esther. He reminisces on her strident courage and willingness to submit herself to authority to effect change. He speaks of her disposition and character, He shows us how anyone can identify with her based on where they are in the status in society. Kindly listen with rapt attention and see what the Lord will reveal to you via this presentation. Please let's welcome our special guest, Brother Shahid Suleiman.
1: Today's devotional is about Esther. When you meet the tough times and you're at a crossroad in life, what do you do? Esther faced tough situations in the Bible. And today, I believe many Christians and believers are facing similar challenging situations and times, tough times. But what do you do when you face a crisis or you're experiencing tough times? Esther taught us that we should take the risk whenever we're in a crisis take the risk for God if there's a crisis choose the path of God I want to read a short um, exhortation from the John Maxwell um, Bible Esther protector of the messianic line by risking her life after rising to prominence Esther the captive Jewish orphan Protected the lineage of the coming Messiah. Her gift of intuition and exquisite sense of timing energized her leadership and critical role in the life of the Jewish people when it was needed most. Through the whole ordeal, she remained humble, committed to her people, and used her influence to save them all. Through her kindness and gracious spirit, Esther found favor with the eunuch in charge of the candidates for queen. He rewarded her with a position of prominence and high visibility. During this time, Esther remained close to her foster father, Mordecai. She maintained a teachable spirit and did not lose sight of her origins. Thanks to these godly qualities, Mordecai was able to guide Esther through many potential landmines. One sees the true nature of Esther's heart following her selection as queen. Here was a former peasant girl who easily could have gotten caught up in the pageantry and fame of royalty, instead Esther constantly reminded herself that she had received a God-given status for a reason. Her servant heart enabled her to to risk her life for others. She had earned the trust of the king, used her intuition well, and really did come to the kingdom for such a time as this in this equation of life you have two sets of people you have esther the leader under control and you have other humans who are out of control on esther's part the leader who was under control. Her position didn't steal her compassion. She felt limited in what she could do. She knew her place in the organization and in the palace. She felt the need to fast and pray. She depended on the prayers of others. She was willing to take a risk and obey. She didn't take advantage of generosity. She recognized the importance of timing. Now if you ask me, I think that is a perfect list or recipe in how we should deal with crisis. But we must always be reminded that humans who are out of control, they misunderstood the times, they lost joy over little problems, they need friends their greed and ambition make them unhappy. They listen to the wrong people. They think too highly of themselves. And they always set themselves up for a fall. And eventually they will reap what they sow. But today I wanna remind you that we all serve a God, and no matter what is your situation, we serve a God who is in control. And if you look at the life of Esther, this was what God did. He took Queen Vashti off the throne. He gave Esther the throne. He used Mordecai to supply information, strategically placing people in our lives. And he put everyone in place before the crisis. I just want to remind somebody today who's listening to this podcast. God has your back. No matter the crisis, no matter the situation, God has your back. The example and the life of Esther is a classic for all of us to be reminded that in crisis, we trust the Christ. And for the crisis of the world, we need the Christ. It is only the Christ that can take us out of the crisis. So if you have a family situation, there's a crisis, you need the Christ to resolve that. Financial crisis, you need the Christ. Jesus, yes, Jesus can solve all problems. And I want to remind all of us today that no matter your status, Esther was just an orphan girl, poor, living in a foreign land, and God used her in a mighty way. So it doesn't matter your status it doesn't matter your position your economic condition your geography esther was living in a foreign land it doesn't matter the culture of the day it doesn't matter the system it doesn't matter matter what's happening around you god has a plan and a purpose for your life and just like esther whatever is happening in your life god is reminding all of us today that he is in control And we need to be under his control. And we don't need to be like in this story of Esther, like Haman, who was out of control. And for the people who are out of control, they need to come under the control of God. It is only when we are under the control of God and influence of God that we can effectively and properly address crisis. If you have been called to live in a time as this, the one we are living in, I want to remind you, be under the control of God because He is the one who is in control. God bless you and have a wonderful evening or rest of the day. Thank you.
0: On behalf of the podcast listeners, I would like to express our sincere gratitude to our special guest, Brother Shahid who underscored the grave trial the Jews were facing and how their queen, Esther, led the way into God's intervention by their collective response to her call to fast and pray. Esther was raised by Mordecai, her Jewish family member. She may have seen him fast and pray quite often, So now that she was queen in Persia, she maintained her dependency on God. Our brother noted that she, Esther, did not lose sight of her origins. He also stated that rather than allowing her experience of royalty to get to her head, as it were, she reminded herself that she had been given this status by God for a reason. Please let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we hallow your holy name. Very often we do not realize that in our life's experiences we are placed in position for a reason far beyond our own personal ambitions and quest. Sometimes we are there to help point others to the way they should go. In some other instances, we are there to help, others whether it's financially or materially, and in other instances, some are there to support. Here we have Esther, a present girl, taken from her life experiences and suddenly transported to Queen of this land in which she was a foreigner. She is placed in this position by you to help save the lives of Jewish people. She did not dismiss the challenge of her cousin Mordecai, but she rose to the challenge unselfishly, saying, If I perish, I perish. I will go in to see the king, even though it's against the law. But fast and pray for me. She obtained favor by the king through your interventions and was able to save the lives of the Jewish people. Lord, you are so good. As our brother indicated, you strategically placed all the actors, all the players in place before the thought got to Haman's heart that he should kill the Jewish people. And in the end, who replaced them? Mordecai. Mordecai was there to write the letters to say, you must have a counter-offensive against anyone who comes against you. And the Jews were able to do that and save their lives and protect their possessions. Lord, you are an awesome God. We give you glory and honor and praise. We thank you, God. When times of crises arise, let us not go under. But let us at least pause and pray, and ask others to join with us in fasting and praying that there would be a clear direction as to what to do. Help us, O God, not to leap into a decision without praying, lest we end up in great trouble. We thank you for this practical discourse today, showing us how to be effective in responding to difficulties. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. For those who are not serving the Lord, you are missing out. You are feeling the burdens and the challenges even greater than those who are Christians. Because as Christians, we have each other. We can pray for one for the other. And we give words of encouragement to each other. You are missing out. Henceforth, you're stressed. You are depressed, you are oppressed, you are targeted by the enemy because you are not under the blood covering of Jesus Christ. Therefore, desire to do so today. Desire to give up on your independence and come to the Lord. Give up on your way of life and turn to Jesus Christ. Therefore, please repeat after us. Lord, my God. I am so sorry for my sins. I repent of all my sins and my reluctance to have given my life to you. When my life could have been in a better place, I have been struggling because I've been trying to live life by myself. My way, my truth, my own decisions, my own independence. I have seen that these don't work. They're not profitable to me. They're harmful. Therefore I take Jesus as my Lord and my Saviour today and I renounce my own way of life and choose to live for him according to his way, for he is the way, the truth and the life to you God the Father. Thank you for inviting me to be on this journey and today I join with the multitudes who decided that they will serve you. Help me not to turn back. Help me not to quit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 305. On Monday, there is a national holiday in the United States. And so there'll be no podcast then. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King's Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Pod Beans, Soke, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com I'd like to thank our sponsors. I also would like to express our heartfelt appreciation to Urquich who sounded the shofar and to our special guest speaker, Brother Shahid Suleiman, for taking us into Queen Esther's life's experiences. He revealed her unselfish personality. He further points to her love for the people of God and her culture, and that although she had hidden her Jewish identity from all, including the king, her husband... At Mordecai's direction, she was totally committed to the security of the Jewish people in the kingdom. Brother Shahid emphasizes that as we all serve the Lord, we must remember that he is in control and that he is strategic and trustworthy. Finally, our brother submits that it's Only when we are under the control of God we can effectively and properly address crises. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. Are you ready? Shalom.